Ew, that is creepy, creepy, you guys. I'm not liking that at all. Ew, sir, that's gross. <laughs> Welcome in to the show. On this, the 27th of May. At 1,600 hours and 36 minutes, we have taken the air. Exactly four minutes after SpaceX was supposed to have launched and it was canceled due to bad weather. That's the line they're going with anyway. Actually, what happened was I called Elon and said, hey, I'm trying to record a podcast. What the heck are you doing, man? And he said, oh, my bad, Mr. DJs. We'll postpone to Saturday, May 30th, in case you guys miss it. Saturday, May 30th, SpaceX has already rescheduled their launch. That will be at 1,900 hours and 22 minutes universal time. That is 1,500 hours, 22 minutes Eastern Daylight Time on Saturday, May 30th. SpaceX going to try to launch again. Welcome into the show. My name is Ultimate DJs, and I have the power over SpaceX. You betcha. Let's hit a server sound off and find out who is hanging with us today as you celebrate your disappointment that we didn't get to see SpaceX launch today. I know. I would have liked to have seen it. I would have liked it. Uh, let's see. Morgul, Server 32, welcome into the show. Hello. Hi there. How are you doing? Welcome. Let's see. What else we have? Hey, Truck and Chick, Server 26, welcome in. Lone Wolf, shout out Server 130. Appreciate you being here. Narvalin on 22. Hello. Jason on 30. Lady Kess and Hank on Server 15. Appreciate you being here. Admiral Burnham, Server 13. Virtual Army on European Server 135. Hello to you. Bernard on Server 28. Boogie Borg on 13. Weg 2020 on Server 144. Mr. Big on APAC Server 189. Welcome into you, sir. Shade 85 on Server 18. Shogun on 8. Data Systems Technical Chief. Joining us, as always, from Server 27 Battalion on European 149. Welcome. The Wicked Witch on 15. M. Natu on 13. Bella Morte on Server 27. Zula on Server 25. Andrew on 148. Welcome in to the show. The Bear on 15, Lone Wolf on 130, Trident on 28, Dragon Slayer, Server 27, hello, Wham on Server 15, Regnat on Server 28, as well as CJ Huey, Server 28 as well, was up, Burn Like Ice on European Server 143, Dunk on 15, Herky the Hawk on 29, Stevens Aaron, hello to you, sir, on Server 129, Skippy on Server 15, and the list continues on. I must have been talking slower or we have a fuller room today. It could be one of the two because I've got 84 more messages that I didn't get to. And uh, so, yeah, welcome. Yeah, welcome. And sorry, you know what? Here's why I don't, uh, the bear. He says, DJ won't say bear Jew, just bear. Now, I will say it, but you know what? I, I We have all experienced this. Your mics are potted up, by the way. We've all experienced this over the last couple of weeks. We feel like customer service is getting a little bit band happy, right? Getting just a little bit band happy, okay? JB is always JB, too, because, you know, I'm not here trying to get anybody called out. All right, not doing it. Your mics are potted up. Welcome into the show, everybody. My name is Ultimate DJs, and as far as I'm aware, there's nothing offensive about my name, uh, at least not you would think, uh, as interpreted by various individuals over at Customer Support. I will say, I'll say this, okay, and, and this is not anything that I really wanted to talk about today, but I will say this. For those of you who have come to me and asked about why all of a sudden is my username not acceptable after I I've used it in the game for the last 19 and a half months. 
Why is my username all of a sudden unacceptable and all of a sudden against terms and conditions, or terms of service, rather, uh, when I've used the same game name for 19 months? Don't know. I have escalated a ticket, and I hope to find out soon, okay? I hope to find out. Big country says city folks are offended by my name. Uh, big, we might try to see if we can get you banned, all right? All the uh, all the little folks out there probably are going to take offense to your name, all right? I know Do I, you for even one- use discs? As a disc jockey? Uh, no. Can the name DJ with you? <laughs> yeah, is that offensive that I don't actually, I no longer <laughs> use discs? Uh, yeah, I'm all, I'm all digital. I actually do know how to use vinyl, okay? And even now, my new setup is all digital, but I have digital turntables now, so I can still uh, you're, do the, You're a digital jockey. Yeah. You're not a yeah, disc jockey. You're a digital jockey. You got it. Okay. It's still a DJ, so I'm okay. I'm all right. Guys, welcome into the show. Appreciate you being here. Happy Wednesday. Let's get into uh, our news segment for today. We got a lot to get to, and I got much more to get to in today's game content. Let's uh, find out first what's going on in the world around us. Stupid news! In our world of stupid news. Let's see what's happening. (laughs) Wait a second. Which, did you literally make a meme for me? Somebody. Somebody save that. You did not make that. That's amazing if you did. (laughs) I love it. Thank you very much. My heart is warm and gooey. All right, uh, let's see what's happening in the world of news around uh, around us here today. Scotland Yard dispatched armed guards to catch a dangerous wildcat that was roaming the streets of London yesterday. Did you guys find out about this? Hear about it? Only to find out it was actually just a large cat, a large house cat. Apparently, the British people have been getting a little too stoned and watching Tiger King. Now they're seeing things, and they called out. I'm not even kidding you. They called out armed guards to catch this cat in the streets. Yeah, happened uh, happened yesterday in London. Three Bolivian brothers, <laughs> three Bolivian brothers, decided to let a lethal Black Widow spider bite them because they wanted to become Spider-Man, they said. Yep, that happened. You know, listen, you know you're not on the right side of this when your first question is, did it work? Okay, seriously. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. Like, you think that's a joke. Not a joke. I didn't have to write a joke for that one. Uh, Mike Tyson. We've been talking about Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson is in the news and has been offered a $20 million contract to uh, to come back. He was actually offered the $20 million by the Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship to make a comeback later this year. So now once you take Don King's cut out of that, works to be uh, works out to be about $486 for Mike. And uh, we're, we're happy about that. Apparently... Apparently Don gave him a gave him a raise. <laughs> I don't think it's too I don't think it's too soon. I don't think it's too soon. I think you're good. Uh, let's see. Uh, guys, here's some stupid news for you. How about this? Uh, video shows a drunk zoo visitor in Poland jumping into a bear enclosure and deciding to wrestle one of these wild beasts. A 23-year-old man was arrested for brawling the large brown bear named Sabrina at the Warsaw Zoo and faces additional penalties because he wasn't wearing a mask. That's, hold on, that's number one on their list of charges. 
In the footage, the man who was believed to be intoxicated is seen already inside the exhibit as the female bear Sabrina approaches him. Then he jumps into a little moat river inside the enclosure to escape her. But then the animal follows him into the water as a crowd actually watches the pair fight. They actually wrestle each other in the water for about a minute. And then he is able to push the animal away before finally finding refuge on the top of an artificial island. He was arrested and charged with animal cruelty, disturbing the peace, and not wearing a mask. I mean, seriously, this guy's out of his daggone mind. Why wasn't he wearing a mask? Right? That's what I'm saying. New York Stock Exchange is reopening its famed trading floor uh, earlier this week. Actually opened it on Monday with a new set of social distancing guidelines in place. It's extremely strict. Uh, For example, from now on, all the traders have to do their cocaine in the bathroom one at a time. Okay, They're only going to be allowed to go one at a time uh, to participate. Yes. (laughs) A new survey has been released and found out that... Yeah, no, right. A new survey is out and found that millennials prefer robot bankers over human bankers. This is a this is a real survey. Millennials don't like talking to humans, mainly because millennials probably spend enough time asking humans for money at their parents' house. Country singer Morgan Wallen was arrested for public intoxication and disorderly conduct after he was kicked out of kids uh, Kid Rock's bar. In downtown Nashville. Listen, that's quite an accomplishment. You got to give him a little bit of credit there. He got kicked out of Kid Rock's bar. How drunk and disorderly do you have to be to get kicked out of Kid Rock's bar? I'm just saying. That's like being too stoned at a Snoop Dogg concert. Is there such a thing? Is there such a thing? I don't know. Let's see what else we got. Oh, yes, I told you guys about this. Uh, Grimes and Elon Musk have changed their baby's name and had to remove the number 12 because California law does not allow for numbers to be part of legal names. It's a shame. Uh, (laughs) It's a shame because with a name like that, that was the only number he was going to get. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Bada bing, bada boom. (laughs) I know, I pity the kid. The new name is still X-A-12. But they've replaced the 12 with XII, Roman numerals. So now it's XAEA hyphen XII. I know, Bella. <laughs> XAA12 translates to kick me once he gets to school. You know, a little sign he wears on his back. Cardi B is in the news. Cardi B got a massive new tattoo. She wanted to put it somewhere everyone would see. So they put it on her hoo ha. <laughs> That's hoo-ha. Yeah. Uh, Tiger Woods and Peyton Manning. <laughs> I know. This is getting worse by the second. Tiger Woods and Peyton Manning won the match against Tom Brady and Phil Mickelson this past Sunday and raised $20 million for charity. Uh, charity being the name of Tiger's favorite stripper, that is. Uh, an Oregon man. <laughs> you want me to stop? I, okay, let me finish with this one. Uh, an Oregon man faces accusations sorry faces accusations that he drove an acquaintance into the woods guys hold on get this is a funny one and we'll stop with this one an Oregon man faces accusations that he drove an acquaintance into the woods during an argument pepper sprayed him and then punched him in the face before disattaching his prosthetic leg and winging it into the woods then 
then the attacker, poured gasoline on the victim, and threatened to set him on fire using a cigarette lighter. This all according to the police report. <laughs> That's a pretty detailed... Were they in a relationship? It's a pretty detailed police report. I have no idea. I got no idea. It was, a, it was an extremely violent set of accusations. I don't know how the guy's going to get away with all these charges. Much like the victim, he doesn't have a leg to stand on. <laughs> okay, and we'll, we'll finish and his name with that. was Joe Scarborough. <laughs> we'll finish with that right there. Oh, come on, the bear. Seriously, doesn't have a leg to stand on? I mean, that joke was perfectly set up for that. I mean, that was perfect. Yeah, was, at least it wasn't a human torch. How do you get <laughs> a human torch? Oh, how do you leave that one lie? You can't leave that one be. I mean, you got to... You got to take advantage of that one. Uh, Here, you want one more? Here, just because you guys are giving me so much hate, I can't end on a note like that. Here, firefighters responded to a fire (laughs) that broke out in San Jose Sunday after midnight. Yes, truck and chick, one more. Uh, Firefighters responded to a fire that broke out in San Jose Sunday after midnight this past past weekend. The fire reportedly took place at a porta-potty yard. <laughs> fire crews arrived at the scene and found at least 20 porta potties on fire. This is the second porta potty yard that has uh, been caught on fire in less than a week, they say. Investigators have deemed the fire suspicious in nature and continue to investigate. No injuries were reported. I'm trying to figure out why someone would purposely light, purposely light porta potties on fire. I'm going to bet it was the owner, probably committing fraud to get out of a crappy business. You think? Maybe. <laughs> Hold on. Okay, move on, move on. There you go. All right, I am now done. That's all I got. Look at that. That's a flying porta potty. Thank you, Wham. All right, here, just one more for the super effect of it. Bum, bum. Yes, CCS, that is some serious crap right there. You got it. All right, guys, well, <laughs> welcome into the show for an absolutely amazingly extended and super well thought out and extremely well executed, I might add, uh, rendition of Stupid News. Uh, welcome into the show, everybody, and uh, <laughs> appreciate it. My jokes are not that bad, Naxos. Mm. Okay, welcome in, everybody. Finally, after an entire year. It's actually been more than a year, by the way, guys. I was able to get confirmation that there are a few servers that actually had a Fractured Empire event back in December of 2019, but it was only a few. It was only a few. For the rest of us, it was, in fact, April of 2019 since our last Fractured Empire event. April of 2019, marking 13 months almost 14 months since we have been able to go out and smash against bosses Uh uh-huh yep and what did we find awaiting for us in these wonderfully these wonderfully awesome systems that we haven't visited in 14 months what did we find what did we find we found the same old thing we found bosses level 26 we found bosses that we could kill 740,000 of on one hull. We did. Burning works real good. Sally's work real good. Fortunates, fortunates work real good. Uh-huh. Yeah. If you had a fortunate, yeah, the, the little miner that's like 10,000 power. Yep, they work good. Yeah. I did not count. 
Yeah, easy peasy lemon squeezy. You got it. Yeah, f- uh, fractured empire has made its return. Now, listen, I am going to uh, I'm going to give the event a little bit of credit. Uh, we'll, we'll break it down here. Your mics are potted up. I invite your uh, your uh, constructive criticism. Here's what I'm going to tell you I liked. Okay, first of all, I love the nostalgia of it. Okay, well, Scaly, they never told us we were going to get a store. He says no store. That was never in the cards. We were never going to get one. Okay, how do the rewards compare to 13 months ago? Okay, so let's talk about that. The rewards compared to 13 months ago are actually a little bit better. Okay, I was able to go in, and, and when I say a little bit better, I do not mean on the solo milestones. Okay, the hey, listen, you can't hold me responsible, Durr. I wanted their power increased by a thousand. <laughs> okay, I am on record, I'm on tape on the interwebs saying that I wanted their power increased. Okay, well, that didn't happen, and that's okay, that's quite all right. I think, listen, the pure nostalgia of this event had me excited yesterday, I had a lot of fun. Durr says I was the only one that wanted throwback nostalgia. Well, I got it, okay, because I had fun yesterday. I did have fun yesterday. Now, Snake Eye says they slowed down the relocate uh, or the, the reload token drops. I don't know. I picked up like 15 of those yesterday, okay? Shogun says not enough hostiles to go around. Well, here's the trouble, Shogun, okay? When you don't do an update on a system for 15 months... Okay, when you don't do an update on a system for 15 months, that's going to happen because guess what? The entire galaxy can now hit bosses. Okay, 15 months ago, there were actually not a ton of people who could hit bosses. All right, so a lot of people were hitting the 17s and the 22s. Yes, Wicked Witch, I did have fun. You want to know why? I'm going to tell you why I had fun. There were a few reasons. One, I remembered the nostalgia of the event. All right, just the simple fact that we didn't have the event for the last 14 months was fun for me okay i enjoyed going back in time and and you know what i was the big this time because i still had a few littles that were unable i even went and helped uh with some uh, I, I, not a whole lot i could do to help because i couldn't kill one without killing it but um you know i went in there i cleaned up after some people we coordinated on spawn points you know here's the thing this particular event became less about killing the hostels, and more about system control. Now, guys, I have always looked for the positive in everything. Okay, you know I have. I've always looked for the positive in everything. I found the strategery. <laughs> I found the strategery of this particular event to not be about the bosses. It was about control of the system. Does anybody want to disagree with me on that? Because yeah, there was some phenomenal PvP in Paralyon yesterday. All right, Durr says, I'd rather watch paint dry. You want to know why? Paint drying has a conclusion. <laughs> Durr, back to your good old self, glass half empty kind of guy. I've missed you. You've actually had positive things to say over the last couple episodes, and I'm, I'm glad to have you back, buddy. All right. Chala says they need to add a bigger system for the now bigger players. I think I agree. Okay. Now, a lot of you guys are really not digging it. Andrew says I'd rather drink the paint. All right. Snake Eyes says it's funny because it's true. Okay. I, I enjoyed the event because my power destroyed went up about 15 million yesterday. Wicked Witch, some people got yelled at for being rude. That was fun. She's talking about me because I did, in fact, steal a spawn point from the Wicked Witch. 
and the Alliance RVNC. I went in. I took their spawn point. Uh, now, I didn't do it by blowing up their ships. All right? I just went in, sat on the spawn node, and I was super quick thumbs. Okay? Blokeman says we had people just sitting over the spawn points. Yep, that happened everywhere, Blokeman. You had two options. You had two options, okay? One, you could be quicker. Omicron says don't be that guy. Listen, I had two options. Well, three, I guess. Three was don't score, okay? That was the third option. Number three, don't score. Don't compete. Go home. I didn't accept that. Okay, I didn't want to accept that. Stevens Aaron says we were all that guy. Uh, oh, you mean the guy that took options one or two? Okay, option one was just to be faster than your opponent. Okay, go in, sit on the spawn point yourself, and try to click the hostiles as quickly as you could. Omicron says we shared on our server. I didn't have that luxury, Omicron. I was competing for the solo leaderboard. All right, now some people shared on my server. A lot of people shared. Okay. Uh, yeah, Big Country says uh, DJ and I uh, competed on a spawn node for at least 30 minutes. It was good competition. He got a fair number. I got a fair number. All right, guess what had never happened, by the way? What never happened is he didn't blow up my ship and I didn't blow up his ship, and there were never any ill words exchanged between the two of us. Okay? All right, never any ill words. Wicked Witch says, exclude me, DJ. You want me to show a screenshot of our conversation? I don't, well, our screenshot, our conversation wasn't ill, was it? I don't think so. I don't think I was rude. You said I was rude for taking your spawn point, and I simply said, I'm trying to compete. I need this spawn point, okay? Now, there were other, uh, option number two, okay? Option number two was to take a spawn point. Okay. Option number two was just to take a spawn point. Go in, kill the ships, take the point. Okay. Defend it in PvP, which that could have happened. All right. Wicked Witch says, no, you left and apologized. I did. I did. I apologized for being rude. Okay. And I did leave because I found a That's smaller. That's Canadian of you. Because I found a smaller. Is it? Because I found a smaller player on the eastern node and I went and took his spawn point. I didn't leave the system, Wicked Witch. I just stole it from a smaller person. <laughs> See, there's DJ being a bully again. I went and PvP'd a spawn point, and I took it. By the way, by the way, I finished in the top ten and got a whole boatload of Tritanium, Dilithium, and a bunch of gas. And Federation Faction credits. Oh, golly gee me, oh my. That was amazing. That puts me like six or seven blueprints closer to my enterprise. You monster, Scalyback says. You monster. Durr says, yeah, pretty much. Why punch up when you can punch down? Well, I could have started a war with Wicked Witch, one that I would have lost, okay? Or I went and found a different node that I could use that did not cause me drama. Okay? I mean, isn't that the name of the game? Sure it is. Death Dealer says, want to give a big shout-out to Think, Mad Bones, Matt Dog, and Moros Jr. They were awesome yesterday, great competition, and a lot of fun. Hey, guys, that's awesome. Good stuff. This, this event was not just about grinding hostels. Now, don't get me wrong. It was super grindy. It was very grindy. I spent hours yesterday, hours yesterday, okay, grinding hostels. But it wasn't just grinding hostels. It wasn't just grinding hostels because I got the PvP a lot in there, too. Now, Durr, listen, he says it didn't cause drama for you, but what about the other player? He got it back after about 10 minutes when Boko came and took me out. <laughs> okay? Boko came because we're at war. Okay? We're at war. 
All right. So shout out, uh, shout out the same way, uh, just like uh, Death Dealer did a second ago. Shout out to Boko. You guys kept this thing fun yesterday. All right. And I know that not everybody in Boko uh, is a, a server or an alliance on my server. I know not everybody in Boko thinks that it's fun to war. Okay. Everyone that I've talked to has had a good time. Okay, uh, and I've talked to Crimson Tide, who whips me every single time. Shout out to Clown. Okay, he's great. All right, it's been fun. It's been fun. So there was more PvP in this system yesterday than I think there was grinding for most people. If I'm just guessing, I don't know about anybody else. Okay, I don't know about anybody else, but I enjoyed the PvP. Like I said, I gained about 20 million power destroyed yesterday, and and it was not just taking people's points. Okay, it was defending my spawn point. By the way, I wasn't the only one who played that way, Durr. Okay, as a matter of fact, a think or two came and tried to take my spawn point. We duked it out a little bit, and <laughs> it ended with us going our separate ways. Okay, this had the potential to be fun simply because of the PvP that could have resulted from it. Again, I know that you guys have always said that Scopely controls resources in the game to encourage people to PvP, right? We've heard that theory before, right? Anybody? That theory has been floated around that Scopely controls the flow of resources, flows the, uh, controls the flow of nodes or hostels in an event like this to encourage the PvP, therefore, quote-unquote, to encourage people opening their wallets to make themselves better, Okay. Snake Eyes says it was fun if there was a little back and forth. And you know what? You're, actually, you're right on that because with Boko, it absolutely was. And again, specifically, Crimson Tide, who had an Enterprise that I just couldn't one-shot. Every time he stopped by, he got one of my ships. I could then sometimes get him on the second hit. Okay? And then sometimes I wouldn't get him on the second hit. He'd take out both my ships. But he'd be almost dead, so then he'd recall. And then the spawn point was left unattended. So then I had to come back and fight it off from somebody else. The point of this event, in my mind, okay, the point of this event was obviously super grindy, okay? It was a throwback, and I don't think the event scaled the way it should have for 14 months passage of time. Okay, 14 months passage of time, we should have gotten diff more difficult hostels. We should have had deeper milestones. Okay, some people were complaining about the um, about the rewards. So let's go back. I uh, somebody asked, were the rewards better or worse than they were 15 or 14 months ago? Um, so they were better. Okay, given the amount of time that you had to invest. Okay, three bosses finished your milestones, guys. Three bosses. For those of you who have a Sally or higher, three bosses. That's all you had to do if you just wanted to do your solos. Okay? So, for that three minutes, including warp time, by the way, for that three minutes, the payout was pretty daggone good. Okay? It was excellent, as a matter of fact. Was it as good as the milestones were 14 months ago? Quantity-wise, no, they were not. They were not. Why is that? Because 14 months ago, we were coming off of an arc. Okay? We were coming off of an arc. If you guys remember, the actual arc for Fractured Empire was called Act of War. And here was the official answer from Live Ops. Okay? Uh, and this was provided by the moderators on the official Discord, by the way. Shout out for being official. 
Okay. The uh, response from Live Ops was simply this. Anytime that there's a first run event, okay, the rewards are considered higher. Anytime that we're participating in an arc uh, or something that we would refer to as something called a tentpole event, okay, or the event that uh, surrounds the, you know, that, that the whole arc is about that event. I'm sorry, you guys hear my dog. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go beat it. Can I go beat it real quick? <laughs> Shush. Thank you. They heard me. <laughs> anyway, listen, when there is a central event, when there's a central event, the rewards are always going to be a little bit higher. When events are repeated, when they're recycled, the events do scale down a little bit. Okay? That's not the central piece of it anymore. Okay? It's not the central piece anymore. So compared to 14 months ago, yes, our rewards quantity-wise were a little bit down. But the effort required for completing this event was literally none at all. None at all. Okay? So, again, for the time that you invested, the rewards were actually excellent. For the repairs that it cost you, the rewards were excellent. It was like a 10,000% ROI. Okay? There you go. <coughs> Excuse me. There you go. You literally spent nothing on this event, and you got what you got. Now, here's where the rewards were actually really good, in my opinion. The rewards were good on the Alliance leaderboard and on the solo leaderboard. People are going to say, well, that makes it a Wales event. That makes it a whales event. I kind of disagree. I'm no whale. I'm no whale. Okay. However, it did make it a very grindy event. <coughs> it did make it uh, the, the, the event, the people who placed well in this event were not the whales, all right, but the ones who had hours to spend. Hours to spend. And I spent hours. <laughs> I spent hours. I did. Now, some of you say that the solo was uh, bracketed incorrectly. I agree. The, I, I never got the lower bracket, okay? I never got the lower bracket, how it broke down. But I do know that my bracket was 32 to 39. That's a broad bracket. That's a lot of players. 32 to 39. That was a huge bracket, okay? 31 was confirmed all the way down to 27, I believe. I don't know about 26, but um, I don't know how low that bracket went. But if you were a 30 or a 31, you were in a really good spot. You were in a really good place, Okay? 40 plus, I don't know if there were any additional brackets 40 plus, but again, it didn't matter how big your ships were, it mattered how much time you spent, okay? Everybody calls every event a whales event if they can't do anything, Stevens Aaron, I agree. That's always everybody's first go-to. It's a whales event. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. Anybody with a Mayflower or higher could participate very fully well in this event, okay? All you had to do was control a spawn point. Okay. By the way, this event's going on. By the time you guys are listening right now, we got 36 hours. By the time you guys listen to this podcast tomorrow, uh, you'll still have uh, approximately, uh, at most, maybe 24 hours remaining in this event. Just go control a spawn point. Go control a spawn point. Get yourself a spawn point and you'll do fine. Okay, And then be able to defend it. You're right, Wicked Witch. It was very time-consuming. Very time-consuming. All you got to do is control spawn point, and you'll do fine in this event. All right, if you want to try to place in the leaderboard, there's some great rewards in the solo leaderboard. The alliance leaderboard, again, in my opinion, could have gone a little deeper. All right, so if Scopely listens back to this, hey, you know, instead of top 10 alliances, make it, make it top 50. I don't think there should ever be an alliance leaderboard that's not top 50. 
Now, it can scale down, okay? But if you're going to do an alliance leaderboard, let's let's get everybody involved here. That is where you can get everybody involved, all right? A solo leaderboard's a little different. That is, that's for special people, okay? But alliance leaderboard, I think that could have gone deeper. I really do think that could have gone deeper. However, teamwork makes the dream work, Doc. You got it. Okay. Truck and Chick says, I don't mind a time-consuming event, especially after boring matas. <laughs> I don't know if that was the intent or not. I mean, we did all go from not really spending much time to spending a ton of time. So maybe that was part of it. I don't know. Okay. Shade says, it doesn't even need to be a level 26 ship. If you have a Kumari, it's possible. I've done it before, and I did it again. Okay. So there you go. It was a lot. Listen, I had fun with this, but again, it wasn't just the killing Reds aspect. It was controlling the system. It was controlling the spawn point. It was the PvP defending my spawn point. Okay? I had fun with it. I had fun with it. Uh, Any other questions or comments about uh, Fractured Empire as it has returned? I do expect this event to return a little bit more frequently, and don't worry feedback has been sent up not only on the official discord that i've seen but i've also sent uh sent in my report yesterday actually i sent my report in yesterday wicked witch says it was about strategy i agree i agree it's funny how we see strategy employed in events where we didn't see it before okay scopely has made a very large effort to uh, encourage alliance teamwork and i think that uh we are seeing that again here Dur says, did you put a cover sheet on your report? Nope, sure didn't. I just typed it. I didn't even create a report. I just typed it <laughs> in, in chat. I didn't even make it in a format. I just sent it in Discord. <laughs> I did not bind it, nor double space it, Crush. All right. I did use a special font, Arial 12. That's what I used. The Little Mermaid 12. Uh, but anyway, yeah, the feedback that I sent up was expanding Alliance milestones, expanding solo milestones, and uh, increasing solo milestone rewards. I actually did not have a whole lot of comment for the solo leaderboard. I thought it was pretty good. Maybe making it a little deeper, but uh, I thought it was it was okay. All right. Uh, yeah, real quick, strategy-wise, guys, there's three systems, okay? One has interceptors, one has battleships, one has explorers. Let me just ruin it for everybody and tell you, Paraleon is the best place that you can go. Period. Plain and simple. Sorry, Durr. Sorry, Snake Eyes. I'm going to ruin it for everybody. Paraleon, guys, makes the absolute most sense. Why? Why? Why does it make the most sense? You're welcome, everybody. You're welcome, everybody. <laughs> Listen, the this podcast is not about protecting information. It's about making everybody better. Why are you hitting an Earthac? Okay, if you're hitting an Earthac, you're hitting Interceptors. So guess who is actually a better officer to use than Chen if you're going to hit an Earthac? Okay? Talon. Talon. Talon is better in Earthac. Okay? By the way, uh, these bosses will not go any less than 10 to 12 rounds for anybody. Okay. Burn Like Ice says, thought everybody knew it already. You'd be surprised at how many people don't. Okay. The absolute best and most cost efficient way or system for you to hit is Paraleon. It's all explorers. Okay. Uh, and uh, you'll look. Now, I know <laughs> you look at the firing pattern of the Explorer. Okay. It's the third one right there that Stevens Aaron just posted. They're all energy weapons. So Chen absolutely rules. Pike, Moreau, Chen. Pike Moreau Chen. These are hostiles, guys. Pike Moreau Chen in Paraleon will last forever. Okay? 
guys, now do you understand why I said there was going to be PvP in this system? Because everybody comes there. That's, that's what I thought. Everybody knew about it. I thought everybody knew about it. Okay? Maybe not everybody does know about it. Go ahead. Come on into this system. I am doing my best to control two to three to four spawn points, so don't sit. Don't, don't come up in my bubble. Don't come up in my bubble. You will blow up. Okay? Constina, Talon works better. You know why Constina works better? Those are battleships. Constantina, those are battleships where you have one energy, all right, and two kinetic weapons, which, by the way, are going to fire eight kinetic shots in the fourth, eight, and 12 rounds, okay? Well, most of your battles, if you look at your battle log, most of your battles are lasting at least eight and probably 12 or more, all right? Talon, you got it. Talon is good against the battleships, and Talon is not bad against the interceptors. The interceptors are the toughest one, to be honest with you. The Earthak interceptors, those are the toughest because they have extra energy weapons that fire. Is that right, or does that say kinetic? Nope, that's kinetic too. So Talon in Earthak as well. Talon and Earthak. No less than 10 rounds. Oh, Jonathan Ingram's going to show a picture of his tier 22 jelly where he's killing these bosses in like four rounds. <laughs> Come on, Jonathan, show me a battle log. You're going to be an exception because you've got beast mode ships. Okay? Corkman says, why are people doing anything other than explorers? I'll tell you why. Lag. All right? And the system is crowded. The system is crowded, okay? So it's going to be really, really tough to get in there unless you can get in there and control a spawn point, okay? Uh, use your team to help control the system. Shout-out goes to Captain Bull on my team, who, by the way, uh, announced to the team that he was not going to try to participate in the solo milestone. Instead, he brought his PvP ships and provided protection, all right? That's the way to do it. Wicked Witch was doing the same thing. And mind you, I saw that uh, beautiful auger floating around the system. Okay? That's what happened. So, there you go. You guys know. Be aware. Paralyon is the best one, but it won't be easy to get in there. You better get in there, and you better bring some big ships to keep yourself protected because there will be other alliances in there that want to uh, that wanna bounce y'all on out of there. Squeeze you out. That's right. They don't want you there. Snipe says a Tribune kills them in round two, DJ. <laughs> I believe it. I believe it. All right. But I would imagine for the same reason that uh, Jonathan's not using a jelly, uh, I would imagine Ska's not using that Tribune. Waste of resources on repairs? Maybe. I don't know. Okay. Durr says it probably would have been slightly more enjoyable if the game didn't crash every five minutes. Agreed. I will notice this. Game lag for me was significantly higher yesterday. And uh, it, maybe this was only because I was smashing so many hostiles. All right. But my uh, gray attack button bug struck me uh, a thousand times yesterday. It was so angering. It was so angering. I'm hitting hostiles. I'm controlling a spawn point, And then my attack button goes gray. And you can't undo it. you got to force close and come back. That's 30 seconds, and someone could have stolen your spawn point by then. Oh, the gray attack button. Oh, the gray attack button. Drove me nuts yesterday. Drove me nuts. Matt Dog on, on iOS, I know you don't have to force close. Well, actually, I did have to force close because doing the little bump up, try to system refresh, didn't work for me. Didn't work for me. I did have to force close and come back. It was terrible. Terrible, and it happened dozens of times yesterday. Dozens. So, yeah, but that was because of server lag, and that's because there were 100 players in that system sitting on spawn points. Guess how many reds were floating through the middle? None. <laughs> the reds didn't have time to spawn. 
They were spawning on spawn points, and we were all killing them. There were literally no reds in the system, which is why you have to control a spawn point, guys. Strategy. Control a spawn point. Otherwise, you're not doing so well in this event. Okay? There you go. Wham, my game crash. Chick, I'm pretty sure you've, you've fussed about your game crashing before. <laughs> Don't make fun of me. Don't make fun of me because I was chasing a leaderboard. By the way, I finished in 10th place. And I finished I, in fourth place. I, I finished in tenth, and I and I I did in fact get some sleep. I swore a long time ago I wasn't gonna, I wasn't going to let an event cost me sleep. After listen, you some of you on server fifteen may remember after UKA the little guys. Okay, after UKA beat out the top one through six alliances in a data mining event here about a year ago. All right, I swore I would never ever ever lose sleep over an event ever again because i was literally up for 36 hours in a row mining green data yeah that was stupid i'll never do it again ever all right yeah well matt remembers that you remember that event matt you were with us that event was miserable we hated ourselves at the end of it it was so rough oh we'll never do it again and i refuse so that's why i I finished in 10th. I actually logged in about 15 minutes before event reset. I was in 11th. I sent over a ship real quick, got a couple more kills, finished in 10th, and that's good enough for me. I was never going to make it to third place. Four through 10 was the same prize. I'm good with 10th. I don't need fourth place. I'm good with 10th. That was fine with me. All right. Anybody have anything else on Fractured Empire? We should go ahead and... Um, we should go ahead and take our first break. When we come back, we'll get you the updated coordinates from Battleship off air this week, and we'll go ahead and play uh, our first uh, our first round here today. Anybody else have any questions or any comments on Fractured Empire? And it's in, uh, in my opinion, it's glorious return. I very much enjoyed it. It was fun. Thank you for all the PvP, Server 15. <laughs> it was fun. It was good. Um, breaking news about a glitch. Yes, we're going to talk about it in our second uh, second part of our segment. Is Gregor here? Gregor is here. Good afternoon and welcome to you, Gregor. Uh, we are going to take a very quick break. When we come back, we'll get through our first round of Battleship, and we're going to tell the community, Gregor, about a very interesting brand spanking new bug that we found uh, and that we are still currently testing. And Gregor and I would like to enlist the help of you, the community, in doing some additional testing to get this thing started solved all right because it is only after all through play testing that we can provide some information back to scopely and give them uh all the resources that we can in trying to isolate this bug this is a brand new bug and um after a conversation today with live ops we need all the help we can get need all the information that we need all right so we're going to get it and we're going to put it all together coming up right after the break don't go anywhere my name is ultimate djs and we will return on talking trek live star trek fleet command's official podcast don't go anywhere this program is made possible in part by a grant from mean cuisine frozen entrees and you better finish every bite or we'll take a belt to you out by the woodshed and now Great moments in presidential history. I believe that this nation should commit itself to achieving the goal before this decade is out of landing a man on the moon and returning him safely to the earth. Tonight, I am directing NASA to develop a permanently manned space station and to do it within a decade. I'm thinking about going to the rocket launch. I hope you're all going to join me. I'd like to put you on the rocket and get rid of you for a while. Nobody 
trouble that I've seen Glory, hallelujah Nobody knows the trouble I've seen Nobody knows the trouble that I've seen Gregor, has anybody, does anybody know the trouble Nobody you've seen today? Uh, maybe. You think possibly they have? Very possibly. Maybe they don't know about it yet, Gregor. Do you think that that's possible? I think a lot of people don't. I think a lot of people probably don't know about this because how many times have we run in to a player who uh, maybe does not necessarily spend as much time as they could or should in reviewing battle reports. Yeah, reviewing battle reports, guys. This is where this bug was found. So let me, first of all, give all the credit in the world to Gregor, all right? Uh, and, and let me tell you right now that uh, we're, well, you know what? Hang on a second. Hang on. I know, I know, I know, I know. We forgot all about it. Let's do this real quick, Gregor, if you don't mind. Let's get this uh, in and done with real quick. I got you. I got you, chick. All right. Yep, you're right, truck and chick. My bad. Gregor will be right back with the bug. We got to do this real quick. <laughs> Matt, I'd be willing to bet you may you may not have overlooked this just yet. I think it would be obvious. I think the bigger problem is the people who don't look at them because if you're looking at a battle log, you're going to see it. Welcome in everybody. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Treks Battleship. 3 ships are down. Two have remained unfound in space. And this week, we did take two players who tried to see if they could find a ship hanging out, hiding out beyond sensor range, and they were both unsuccessful. The first player was Splatsu. Splatsu was uh, one of our off-air players. Thank you for registering in our Battleship War Room. And his guess was J-10. That's Juliet-10. Juliet-10. That was a miss. You guys can update your cards. Juliet 10. Our second player to play was Scalyback. Scalyback from the Outback. Scalyback also took a stab and was unsuccessful. That was an interesting guess, Snipes. I thought the same. Scaly's made a little bit more sense, though. Scaly went with G7. That's Gamma 7. Gamma 7. That was a miss. You guys can mark that off. Gamma 7. That was a miss. So there's two more coordinates that you guys can knock off the board. And let's see now if we can find somebody who might be able to strike a hit. Let's see what happens right now. Ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome Regnad to our wartime, our battleship war room. Regnad, congratulations to you. I didn't... Yeah, it was not Karkin this time. <laughs> you guys noticed that. <laughs> it wasn't Karkin. Mainly because we removed Karkin from eligibility. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah, we didn't do that. All right, Regnad, welcome in to the show. Let's enter the Battleship War Room and see if we can find a ship. All right. Regnad, I hope that you're caught up. I hope you had a chance to listen. I know you've been in many, many shows, and I appreciate you being a loyal listener. Thank you very much. If you would, please be so kind. You can join us either in voice or in text. Please relay the coordinates of your desired grid. Regnad of Server 28 is typing. 
Regnad, where'd you go? <laughs> he was typing. He's gone now. Mm, where'd he go? I know he's here. Regnad, please hurry. I've only got a few seconds left. I'm going to lose you. There he is. Regnad. Uh-oh. Regnad is calling coordinate D8. That's Delta 8. Alright, let's get the computer on it. Let's see what happens with Delta 8. Computer, Delta 8. Delta 8. Target acquired. Ah, sorry, buddy. Alright. Not a correct, not a correct grid. Yeah, D8 is a miss. The reason that you're getting a little bit of grief in there, buddy, you're getting a little bit of grief is only because D8 has already been called. D8 has already been called, and it is now a miss. That's all right, though. We still have one more chance he to play. He meant B8. I, I'm, sure, I'm sure he did. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure he did. I, I do apologize. But, you know, listen, if it, if it happened that way in real life, if you entered the nuclear attack codes and, you know, you targeted Japan instead of China, whoops, <laughs> you got to deal with that. <laughs> you got to deal with the consequences of that, right? <laughs> all right. Yeah, so that didn't, that didn't work this time, but that's all right. We'll play again coming up here in a little bit. We shall play again. All right, now, Gregor, I know you've been patiently waiting. You've been waiting for almost an hour to get your time on the show. Mr. Gregor, uh, Gregor's Leaky Nacelle, welcome into the show. Uh, guys, get your, your games out because this is going to affect uh, several of you, and it's going to depend on some research, okay? So let, let's talk about this. Gregor, it started with you sending me a message. It started with you saying, hey... I think capital WTF (laughs) capital WTF. I think there's a problem with critical hits. Okay. Well, now listen, community critical hits uh, for the upper level ops players. Okay. For some of the VIP players, there has been an issue. All right. So let's bring a couple of things to light. First of all, Gregor, there is a known issue. And, and community, this affects players Ops 47, okay? So not very many of you, but I'm going to tell you about it, okay? Ops 47, Gregor, there's a research, and it's called... Crit resist per ship type. Critical hit resistance. Critical hit resistance. You can do it per ship type. That's explorers, battleships, and interceptors. What it does... What it does is it reduces your chances of a critical hit by a certain percentage... Uh, for that particular ship type. So if I am coming to hit somebody with a Kelvin, okay, which is an interceptor, and somebody has this critical hit resistance, uh, or critical hit reduction, rather, critical hit reduction for an interceptor, and they have it, uh, they have it researched, the, the spirit of the research was that it was going to reduce the chances of your critical hit. Okay? Mm, no, not exactly. It's, oh, okay. And it's and it's it's a ship type, the defending ship type. Def- oh, sorry, so, uh, gotcha. I'm sorry, I misunderstood. Defending defending ship type. So if you had if you had interceptor critical resistance or critical reduction, say I'm getting all these wrong. I don't even have the research, guys. It's an Ops 47 research. Okay, but uh, the reason I'm bringing this up, Dur, is to illustrate that there's two different bugs okay this is one that's known okay and it does affect very few players but it is a known bug and this uh ship type uh critical hit reduction 
reduces the chances of a critical hit, uh, but it's a stackable research where I don't, Gregor, and correct me if I'm wrong, this was never intended to be a stackable feature. Is that correct? That's right. It wasn't supposed to be compounding based on the number of that ship type in your docks. So, for example, folks, if the research is 30%, okay, and you had one interceptor in your dock, then you were going to reduce the opportunity for your opponent to hit your base with critical shots by 30%. The problem is it's stackable. So if you load your base with four interceptors, no, Neo, not yet. But we're going to get to that one, Neo, because that's broken. That's the one we're going to talk about today. The problem is, is that the critical hit reduction, okay, stacks per ship. So if you had, if you had 30% research and you put four interceptors in your docks, well, Gregor, what has essentially happened is you have reduced your opponent's ability to throw a critical hit by 120%. Well, it maxes out at 100%, and what does that leave? A 0% chance for your opponent to throw a critical hit. Guys, if you're an Ops 47 level player, your base is already beast mode. Okay, The only chance anybody has of getting through there is with crits. Okay, You need the crits. Now, again, this is... Uh, to coin it, a whale problem? It is. It is a whale problem until the actual reason for this error, which is compounding ship percentages, until that trickles down, down here at Ops 36, now it's an everybody problem. Okay? So let's be very, very clear. The level 47 research that we're talking about is called uh, interceptor, explorer, or battleship critical hit reduction. Okay? Resistance. Yeah. Oh, it is resistance? See, I can't see it. God bless it, Gregor. You're not helping me. Throw a yeah, picture of you're it. Not, you're not very powerful. <laughs> Throw a picture. I'm not very powerful. I am not in the, uh, in the uh, Ops 40 realm. Okay? I'm not in the Ops 40 realm. All right, Gregor's going to grab us a picture of this Ops 47 research. And again, I remind you guys, the problem, the problem with this research is that it is compounding per ship. Thank you. There you go. Okay, this compounds per ship, guys. All right, so if somebody has this thing to say level 5 or level 8 or level 10, okay, they're not ever going to take a critical hit. Ever. Okay, well, their base is already magnanimously strong. Okay, there you go. Level 10 is 30%. Level 10 is 30%. The problem is, is that it was supposed to stop at 30%. Instead, guys, this is giving you 30%, if you're a level 10, it's giving you 30% per interceptor in your dock. All right, if you've got four interceptors, and by the way, at level 47, you've got five docks. Okay, so if you've got four interceptors in there, Nobody's ever getting through because they cannot throw crits. They have the ultimate base defense. Nobody can get through because there are no crits. Guess what? Con, ineffective. Done. All right? The research for critical hit increasing of your chances, done. There is no way to crit against these bases. Period. Plain simple. Done. Wham, bam. You're out. You cannot crit against somebody who's got that interceptor or battleship or explore critical resist you cannot crit against them if they got multiple of the same ship type 
Okay. The effect in base is an unintended consequence. Absolutely it is. It's acknowledged by Scopely. They're working on it. Okay. That's not what we're here to talk about today. The reason that I spent five minutes explaining this is because a lot of people didn't know. And it is an independent bug. And this particular bug isn't going to affect many of us forever. Okay. This next bug is the same problem but with a new research that now, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, can start as low as Ops 34. Not going to become much of an issue for you, though, until probably Ops 36 or potentially Ops 38. Gregor, uh, if, uh, if I may, can I show the screenshot of your battle log? Is that okay? Sure. All right. Guys, this is where Matt Dog was becoming very edgy and very concerned. I'm going to throw it in the chat room, and I will also throw it in the graphics room for folks to join later and take a listen uh, to the podcast. Somebody take a look at that battle log, and Matt Dog, you like reading battle logs. Tell me what's wrong with it. Anybody? Just real quick, just take a real quick peek. There's not a whole lot to read. It's only one screen. Zero damage on a critical hit. Well, golly, how's that happen? That's not supposed to happen. What the heck is that? All right, guys. No, this- it is supposed to happen. It's only an issue that happens to Gregor, but we are not telling him. I knew it. I was telling you all along, DJ. It's a conspiracy. This is for calling them out about their Armada loot chest full ship drop rates. I knew it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, this is, uh, this is the anti-Gregor research. Okay. Rev talks about wanting to get something named after him in game. The for those players, uh, let's see who was this. This was Captain Cook from uh, from BLK. Yeah, they got the uh, anti Gregor packet. All right, pack. It was ninety nine ninety nine, and now Gregor can't attack them anymore. Uh, no, here's here's the problem, guys. You've got a critical hit there. It deals zero damage. Why is that? Why can an ISS jelly, by the way? of Gregor's caliber, which I may remind you is a tier 11 jelly. Why is it throwing zero damage criticals? All right, guys. Well, here's the answer. Okay. And by the way, this is an extremely new bug. When I brought it up with live ops today, I will give all the credit in the world to a few individuals. All right. Uh, I obviously am not going to give you the names of the live ops that we spoke to, but I'm also going to tell you that I collaborated with a couple of mods. That was Caution, that was Starburner, and it was Hal, okay, from the official Discord. We all, uh, with one or two members of live ops, had a wonderful conversation, an absolutely great conversation, and uh, we narrowed it down to this research. And, guys, I'm going to post this here. Boom. All right. This is a similarly styled research available, by the way, at Ops 34. Okay. Ops 34 is when you can get your first one, uh, if, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, it does have a prerequisite. It requires pure ore and pure gas, level one. Okay. And then you come in. Level two on this critical resistance requires Ops 36. Okay. Level three requires Ops 37. Critical level four requires Ops 38, and it continues on, okay? Now, here's the, here's the issue, and here's where I'm going to enlist the services of the community. Because with, criti- with, with level one, okay, uh, so level one is available at 31. Sorry, Corkman. Okay. Here's the thing. Level two, you're not going to get until Ops 36, 
All right. You can't get to Ops 30. Uh, you can't get to critical resistance until Ops 36 uh, for level two. And herein lies the point. If you've got it at level one, you're going to notice that that current bonus is 5%. Okay. Jonathan, haven't they been working on this for a month? <laughs> Therein lies the problem, Jonathan. We have issues communicating because you thought that they've been working on this for a month. All right. Durr says, yep, they've been working on this for a month. Mm mm. Nope, sorry. Here, I've got news for you. Because until today, until today, they thought it was related to the same bug that was impacting people at Research 47. Until today, that was not separated as its own issue. Okay? As of today, we now have two different tickets. Okay, we now have two different support issues. Now, here's the good news. Here's the good news uh, that we were talking with Live Ops about. We believe that this is probably, and I probably, I probably, uh, let me rephrase. Live Ops has not come back and given a bunch of communication on this. Okay, this is mainly communication that I had with the moderators today. Okay, so let me let me rephrase. They knew it was happening to People Ops Forty. I I know Jonathan, but they still were going back. They were still going back and looking at this other research, okay? Because it does impact the person you're attacking, not necessarily the person who is doing the attacking, okay? This research is a defensive-based research, okay? So this critical resistance is a uh, your ship's going to take less critical damage from non-armada targets. Basically, uh, I think, Gregor, didn't you say this was in the combat tree? Is that right? Yeah, uh, yes. Galaxy tree. Galaxy. The uh, second one's Galaxy. First one's Combat. Yeah, yeah okay. the Space Critical okay. is Galaxy. So Space Critical is Galaxy, and the uh, ship type Critical Resist is in your combat tree. After, by the way, Ops 39. You can't get to it until Ops 39, or Ops 40, technically. All right, so Critical Resistance is in your Galaxy tree. Now, here's what's happening. It's the same concept, Jonathan. It's the same concept of what's happening on the Ops 47 research. It's stacking, okay? Now, we had to figure this out, okay? And here's what we discussed before I ever approached Live Ops. Gregor did the tests, okay? If you have zero ships in dock, not an issue, okay? It, uh, sorry, if the person you're attacking, okay? So, Jonathan, uh, I don't even remember your Ops level now. What are you, like 44, 43, 44? Okay. If you go and attack a level 39, you're a 42. If you attack a 39 and they have no ships in dock, no problem. You're going to get your crits. Okay. If you attack a level 47 and they have no ships in dock, sorry, let's use 46 because let's use 46 as an example. That way you're not messing with the faction type. Okay. You hit a 46. Okay. And they have no ships in dock. No problem. No problem. If they have one ship in dock, what happens, Gregor? No problem. Well, you say no problem. It is still a little bit of a problem. You're still getting criticals, but if you'll notice, oh, the dampened. they're yeah, the dampened. dampened. They're dampened, yeah. okay? Uh, meaning, for example, here, take a look at this. Uh, guys, this is from uh, another test that we ran for somebody that had one ship in dock. One. Somebody tell me what's wrong with those criticals from a tier 11 jellyfish. By the way, the ship strength is 8.7 million. Somebody tell me what's wrong with those critical hits. Anybody? I'm searching the text. They're below regular damage. The damage is far too low. Mad Dog says a third of the damage. Try less than 7%. 
<laughs> it's about 5%. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow, right? 85,000 on a critical hit. What's their non-crit damage? Uh, Gregor, I don't have a screenshot of that, but if you don't mind, show me a non-crit from that same battle log. That was with uh, Infinite Keep. I, I, I don't have that battle log anymore. Okay. So. But it's it's fairly high. Yeah, it's... It's high. It's, it's, it's high. Okay. So, uh, here, let me see if I, can, if I have any other screenshots. Uh, does not look like I do. Sorry, I don't have another screenshot from that battle log. But nonetheless, okay, the critical is hitting far lower. Why is this, okay? Here's why. Because... Critical resistance, uh, or the space, space critical resistance, okay, the one that I posted near the top, posting it again, this right here is, again, a stackable, and it's not supposed to be, not supposed to be, but a stackable bonus. Meaning, guys, here's what happens with two ships or more, and I already showed it to you once. So zero ships, you're fine. One ship, criticals are way, way down, like way, way down. Two ships or more in dock, you will not get a crit, okay? And when I say you won't get a crit, it's not that your crit chances are too low. It's that you will get procs of crits. They're just going to be zero, okay? So so it's scaling, right? So it's scaling based on the person's space critical research. It is. So the guy guy I hit had max space crit. I believe he had max or near max with two ships, zero crits, no matter how many times I hit him. No matter what crew I used, no, I tried Kelvins, I tried Jellies, I tried Augers, I tried uh, Con without Con, didn't matter, two ships, always zero. Then I tested a 41. For 41, he was only a level five in the research, and anything more than three ships, zero every time. Multiple, multiple runs, multiple ships, multiple crews, zero crit. Um, if you had three ships, I got the dampened effect or less. So what does this tell you guys? This is telling us that with the same guy, with the same ships in dock, okay, increasing his space critical resistance to uh, the next level, all right, is going to dampen, if not completely eliminate, the effectiveness of a critical hit. By the way, it doesn't take away critical hits. Okay, it just makes them zero. Now, the joking line, which is actually quite hilarious, DeHaga says research matters. We've been saying that since day one. Research is important. Well, <laughs> Gregor, how you feel about that? Research matters, buddy. Okay, and if you're trying to defend your base, this research right now, all right, is, I mean, obviously broken. Okay, but this research makes you daggone near impenetrable. Okay. Yeah, there's no way you could crack a Can't get through. 44's base without crits you literally cannot get in okay because without the benefit of critical hits you will never deal enough damage to get in now jonathan ingram says sweet i'll save on shields yeah probably do you have space critical resistance at say level four level five or higher can you always leave maybe two ships in dock because if you do you are impenetrable okay guys you hear me Jonathan Ingram's level five, and if he kept two decently powered ships in dock, he is mm. essentially now impenetrable. Four, four, four ships in dock for him. If you want it completely zeroed. Okay, yeah. but even as we saw with one ship, Gregor, with one ship, your critical hit is extremely dampened. Okay, so, I mean, if you want it completely maxed out at zero, 
Okay. <laughs> I mean, you could do that. Wham posts a picture of his level six research. Hey, what's the best base cracking crew? Con. In my opinion. Yep. Yeah. I mean, that's the best one. Yeah, because you got the that. chances of critical hits. Well, if you literally nullify con, if you make your critical hits zero, you're never getting in. Wham, here's what's great about your screenshot, okay? You're at level 22. So in theory, in theory, if you stack that up, if you leave, obviously I don't think you need to leave five. I think, what do you think, Gregory? If he's level six, probably two ships, right? Level six? Yeah, maybe three. Two? I mean, I... Maybe three ships. Tell, yeah, three ships probably for zero, zero every time. Truck and Chick says more proof why the bigs hit the littles. They never need to worry about us having this. I'm here to tell you, Chick, most of the bigs don't even know this yet. Okay? Some of them do. Some of them do. Gregor just came to me like a week or two ago, and we started tinkering with it. Okay? What, what was it? Maybe 10 days ago? And, and I know that they will now. Sure, they, they do now. And, the, and listen – I even asked Gregor, I said, do you think we should talk about this today? Do you think? And guess what? I even asked uh, De Oji Gala, do you think we should talk about this today? Is this something that should be out there? Is this an exploit that should be out there? All right. Both of them says, yes, I believe the information needs to be there. We need to get a ticket. Okay. Jonathan says, don't worry. Scopely will fix it now. I would, I, so. <laughs> I would love to think, Jonathan, I would love to think that I got that kind of influence. Okay. I don't know if I have that kind of influence. But you know what? The community does. Okay. And so for the VIP listeners of this show, my goodness, is your gold patron contribution worth it now? <laughs> All right. For the VIP listeners of this show, you now know why you could never crack a level 47. Ever, 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 ever if you tried. Okay? Will Scopely fix a problem that benefits their biggest spenders? <clears throat> I, this is not a benefit, Dirt. Listen, it might be a benefit on defense. It might be a benefit on defense. But for the attacking player, literally, Gregor, what was your sum up to me? What does this do for you in the game as it stands right now, right here today? It mostly takes rating out of the equation. I can't really rate anymore, right? Rating because is done. Yeah. Okay? Rating is done for the VIPs. And they'll say, you could make the argument, oh, no, 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 but you can still hit people like 38, below 38. They probably don't have that research. Probably. But 36, it could become effective. But no, I can only hit 32, so I got, what, four or five levels of people I can hit? And then likely, if they have the research and the ships in dock... No. All right, so a level 38 to and the Gregor. The guy I wanted to hit had 7 billion trits. So, yeah, I could have used that. That's reasonable. There you go. Guys, I, I mean, listen, a Gregor can hit a level 38, okay? And if a level 38 is holding 7 billion resources but has that research to, say, level 3 or level 4, okay, and has three or four ships in dock, guess what? No need to shield anymore. Maximus, are you saying this is official news? No, I'm not saying it's official news because Scopely has yet to acknowledge the second piece of this bug. I only brought it to him today. And then again, I, I'm going to tell you exactly what happened here. A conversation ensued in the live ops chat room with myself and a couple of the official moderators and one or two of the live ops people. And we started conversating and having questions and asking. I even went back to Gregor says, hey, test this. Check this. Can you look at this? Okay. Data is now being gathered, and this is what I need from you guys, okay? Go out, do research. If you are level 36 and you have this research, 
Sorry, I just blipped out. If you're level 36 and you have this research, and I'm going to post it again, and I'm going to put it in the graphics room so anybody who's listening after can come back. If you're uh, looking for it in the Galaxy Tree, it is right before Weapon Refractor, about three columns before. It's right after Pure Crystal, Pure Gas, and Pure Ore, somewhere in like the last third. It's called Space Critical Resistance, all right, and it's on the bottom row of your Galaxy Tree. That's the research that I need you to see. I need you to have it. I need you to do some testing, okay, especially for the upper 30s. I want you to try to see. You don't need to <laughs> – I don't need to send you a bunch of dill, Andrew. My question is primarily for those players who have this to level 3 maybe or level 4, like 38s and 39s, I would like this specific test. I would like this specific test. I would like for you to have to, – to offer somebody to come and hit your base with no ships – and then come and hit your base with one ship, two ship, three ship, four ship. Okay? And it doesn't need to be a big ship. They don't need to suicide a Kelvin or a Jelly or anything like that. I'm literally just curious if the critical hits continue to scale down. Okay? If critical hits continue to scale down to the point where they are at zero. Once your critical hits get to zero, I mean, literally, you could just leave that many ships in dock at all times and be safe forever. <laughs> okay? Safe forever. Now, Chuck Zagrunt says ops below 35 aren't affected by this. You need ops 36 to get to the second level. That is, that's my opinion, Chuck. That's why I said in the very beginning, this is kind of a 36 to level 40 level bug. Okay? Well, not even 36 to 40. It's 36 plus, but it gets real crucial around that upper 30 and low 40 area. Okay? If you're a level 40 or a level 41, as it stands right now, you can't be rated. If you if you do this right. Okay? So, uh, <laughs> big country says, I'm willing to hit my base. Problem is, my research is only level 1 because I'm an Ops 35. I have to get to Ops 36 before I can hit level 2. And even level 2 is not going to be as uh, important as, say, level 3 and level 4. Okay? So, guys, <laughs> now you're joking. I've only got one level. Send me some resources, and I'll, I'll boost it up. Guys, just be aware. If you have it, I would like for you to help me send some data. Okay? Any screenshots that I can send in that I can send in that have research, I need the battle logs, I need to see this stuff. Okay? JB, as of, he says, I've never completed this research. Should I? Aren't you a level 41 right now? So, Yeah. I absolutely would. At least as of right now, it makes you invulnerable. Okay? <laughs> Durr says, no, nah, don't do it. It's overrated. Okay? Have to try it now for science, he says. Guys, I'm, I'm here to tell you. This is a major problem. Okay? This is a major bug for level 30. I'm going to say level 36 plus. This is a major rating problem. For a level 36, if you're trying to rate a level 40, it's a major problem. You're never getting in. Okay? If you're a level 42 and you have this research, nobody's getting in. If you're a level 38 I, and you're trying to I, raid a level 40, I, you're not getting in. Yes, Gala, go ahead. I'm just going to say, 
please shield guys no matter what you're saying right here no matter what please don't take that as granted and yeah oh yeah my station is untakeable and no one can take me and blah 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 right so don't do that put some shields and don't come after to customer support and be like oh yeah but i've heard that okay that's don't true that. that's true <laughs> because shield, what's going to happen please. what's going to happen is that we're going to make an issue with this we're going to send in tickets we're going to provide live ops with the data and then they're going to fix it in the middle of the night one night. <laughs> All right. It's going to get fixed, and you're not going to know, and you're going to get raided. All right. Right now, I just want you guys to help me do some testing. This is an early bug. Okay. It's a very early bug. We just found it. All right. It's not been affecting everybody. And listen, if it was a major, major problem for a long time, we would have known about it before now. My suspicion is that this is a very new thing. So let's just figure it out. Let's get the data. Let's send it in, and I bet we can get it fixed pretty quick. Okay, I bet it would get fixed pretty quick. But I do not, and Gala is absolutely right, do not absolutely recommend that you abandon your normal safety procedures. Okay? Everyone's going to blame me when they do get cracked. I mean, fine, all right? But Gala just said it, and I'm saying it again. Don't be morons, okay? Shield up if you're going to be gone for eight hours. Okay? Well, well, this is more around the lines of if you're at 39 and somebody hit your base and you were like, ha, 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 look, I, I can defend anything, but you didn't actually look at the battle logs and then they fix it and all of a sudden you're like, oh, the game's broken. Well, Everybody that's true. can crack me now. Because so. this is going to change. <laughs> this is going to change. And right now, if you did not know about this and you were a level 39 and you've been able to hold off people raiding your base, it's... It's probably because you've got some research that is extremely multiplied, way higher than it's supposed to be, okay? Way higher than it's supposed to be. This is a ship multiplier that is not – it's supposed to be a flat bonus, okay? Yeah, Snake Eyes, you're right. I can see it right now. They nerfed my base. That's what we're going to hear. Snake Eyes is right. That could go on a mug. You could make the mug today, Snake Eyes, and when this happens, we'll launch it for sale. Put a date on it, <laughs> okay? Because you're exactly right. That's the quote we're going to see. They nerfed my base. No, they didn't. They fixed an exploit, all right? One, which, by the way, listen, for some of you higher ops level players, there's already fewer and fewer things to do in this game. Rating is still a part of what you need to do. And now... That is difficult. That is more difficult than it's been. Okay? So don't expect this to last very long. And the reason I bring it up today is because I want you to know about it. I want you to protect yourself. Don't be lulled into a false sense of security because it will be fixed. And to get it fixed, I'm enlisting the research and the services of the community to help me get it fixed. Okay? Because here's the thing. It, it's just... You think that it's good for defense, but then go try and raid somebody, okay? Go try and raid somebody, and when you can't get in ever, then you can complain about it, all right? No one says raiding is hard sometimes. Yeah, and right now, no one, it's harder than it's supposed to be for some of the upper-level players. What I missed because I, I came in a little late on that. I am not repeating the last 30 minutes, my friend. Aww. You're going to have to listen later, okay? Uh, anybody? No, I, got, I got the gist of it, yeah, <laughs> anybody have any questions? Anybody have any questions or anything that I can answer about what we know so far? And again, please PM me your research. We need to get this stuff turned in, and, and hopefully we can get it fixed. Uh, no, JB. He says server mergers, question mark. Any news? No, no news. Sorry. No changes. All right. Anybody else? 
Okay. If not, then we'll take our second break, and when we come back, we'll wrap up the show and get ready with some promotions and get ready to get on out of here. Uh, if you have any questions, please go ahead and write them down. Stowe says, is Decius a workaround in lieu of con for base raids? Again, Stowe, this is affecting only people probably 38 and higher. Okay, 38 and higher. Stowe's even saying maybe 39 and higher. And, yeah, essentially, if that player's research is where it should be, okay, then Khan is losing effectiveness. So, yes, you're going to want to do other officers. And, yeah, I would imagine that Decius is probably an appropriate substitution temporarily. Gregor, what do you think? Uh, yeah, uh, I guess, but you're going to need crits to get to those bases. So mo- mostly for those bases that are affected. And I'll say, like... Everything that we're saying seems to be true, but we could find out that there's something entirely else going on in the background. All we can see is the effect of the test we did. So that's absolutely true. Oh, wasn't space critical resistance at all? Was this other research over here? That is completely true. And so that's why someone asked, is this official? No, it's not. This has not yet been acknowledged. This has not yet been filed, and this has not yet been diagnosed. And there is not yet an ETA, okay? This is very, very early, as in we found a problem, all right? We started speaking to Scopely about it, and they say, get us more information. Well, here, that's what we're going to do, okay? So, no, this is not uh, an official bug, okay? This is we need more information, and in the meantime, this is what we think it's going to be. Snake Eye says, pay me for bug testing. I mean, okay. I, you know what? I kind of, uh, I mean, I don't like the bugs, but I always like a good puzzle. That's just me. Stowe says it's a feature, not a bug. Okay. Uh, Stevens Aaron says if they announced it publicly, way more people would exploit it. That's why I kind of, ra- I, I didn't think that I should talk about it today, Stevens Aaron. Honest to God. And I asked uh, not only Gregor, but I asked Gala if she wanted me to. And she said, you know what? This is something that we need data. We need data. So let's get it out there. All right. I, I asked. Trust me. I asked. I was not going to be on the hook for, you know, broadcasting an exploit. I think this is just an issue that needs to be fixed and we need the data to get it turned in. It does force their hand. I hope so, Stevens Aaron. I mean, I, I'm not trying to twist anybody's arm, but the more data we can give them so that they can find it, better. Wham says you're saving people's RSS. Oh, thank you, buddy. All right. <laughs> thank you. But I don't want to make it harder for, for players to get it either. Okay. Snake Eye says it affects five people in the entire game. That's not true, buddy. The 47 research, maybe. Okay. But this research starts at 31. Okay. And gets I compounded. Tested on, I tested on 41, 44, 36, and 39. 36, so. 39, 41, 44. And by the way, the effects are being felt all the way down to 36. Okay. And that's why I said at the very beginning, this is a 36 and up problem okay this is not a 47 problem where you don't have to worry about it you're never going to get there this is a 36 level problem and up okay so there you go any other last questions anybody else need anything all the way down to 36 archangel says i feel small hey i'm not 36 either okay but there are a lot of 36s out there there's a lot of 36 plus out there okay there's a lot so for those there you go uh, what does live ops failed to load mean, Dur? I have no idea what that means. Okay, Shogun says optional pants, wear them or don't. I mean, I've told you, I don't wear pants during this show. That's just me. Here I am. 
pantsless. All right, guys, we're going to take a break. When we return, Battleship and our second round. Plus, we'll wrap up with a couple of promotions and uh, notify you of a couple cool things going on. It's all coming up right after this break on Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Don't go anywhere. This program is made possible in part by a grant from the Dyslexic Crisis Hotline. Call 922-2662. That's 229-6226. Once again, that number is 292-6262. From the makers of The Last Dance comes the documentary that's smoking the competition. Dennis Rodman stars in... The Last Bong. I'm a hungry bunny. The story of a player who always had high hopes on the court. This is Dr. D. Ross calling right now, baby. You want some prescription? Come ask me. A pioneer who taught the youth how to go green. The mentality of these kids' minds have changed so much. The Last Bong. Now playing on ESPN and coming soon to a Taco Bell value near you. It does help when you have money and have power. Everybody get up, it's time to slam now. We got the real jam going down. Welcome to the Space Jam. Space Jam. Here's your chance, do your dance at the Space Jam. All right. All right. Come on and slam, and welcome to the jam. Come on and slam, Yeah. <laughs> I'm digging it. Yeah, y'all dancing. I like it. Hey, yo, what you gonna do? 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 Hey, people in the house, let's go. It's your boy JT. I so wish that the Quad City DJs had made more music like this. <laughs> I love it. And what a great cast, right? Good stuff. Yeah. Hey, welcome in, everybody. My name is uh, Ultimate DJs. Yeah, the Choo Choo song. I know, but I mean, like, more. More stuff. I know. Yeah, they did that one, too. This one was my favorite, though. Yeah. Welcome in, everybody. My name is Ultimate DJs. Welcome back to the show. This is Talking Trek Live, and we are Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Welcome in to the show. All right, all right. I dig it. All right. Uh, welcome back, everybody. That is uh, the Space Jam, the Quad City DJs. And uh, it is it is uh, time for you to go out and have a Space Jam party in space because we do have the Separatist event that is continuing. And uh, it is a, uh, a no-pants party in space right now, okay? So you just get out there and, uh, and enjoy that. Welcome in, uh, everybody. So answering a couple of questions we had during the break. All right, let me go through this super-duper quick. It uh, looks like you guys are talking mostly about not wearing pants. So, I mean, that's good. Uh, now, listen, for those of you who are going to do some research for me, here's specifically what I'm after. Okay? I need to know the level of their critical resistance research. All right? And their ops level. I would like for you to hit their base with no ships in dock, one ship in dock, two shops, uh, ships in dock, three, and so forth and so on. That is what I'm looking for. And then specifically, I'm looking for a non-critical hit and a critical hit. So I can care them, uh, compare them percentage-wise. So it's a lot of data I'm asking you for. All right? If you're going to commit to doing this, it's going to cost you a few RSS, and I'm looking for like eight or ten screenshots by the time it's all said and done. That's what I'm looking for. So if, if that's something you'd be willing to do, I appreciate it. But if you send me half the data, I can do literally nothing with it. It's either all or nothing. So I need the level of your opponent's research, your crit resist research, 
Okay, and then I need zero, one, two, three, and so forth until your critical hits are showing at zero, and that's what I need. I also, of course, I need their ops level, but I'll get that from the battle log. That's what I'm looking for. If you guys are going to help me with the research, those are specifically the screenshots that I need. Okay, uh, Archangel says, when are we going to be able to use these? And he shows a screenshot of Borg War effort points. You will not. Those points are going to be removed from your inventory at a time here in the future. The war funds are what you're spending. And uh, for those of you listening live, you still have about five days and a few odd hours. By the time you listen to the podcast, you're going to have about four days. Okay, and again, as I promised, I would remind you, the cutoff to spend these is June 2nd at noon Eastern time in the United States. All right, do your own time conversion. June 2nd at noon Eastern, your event store will disappear. Okay, not June 6th, June 2nd. Spread the word, spend your war funds. June 2nd, the store disappears. Okay, Haven says, I'm late to the party. What did I miss? Oh, my goodness, you missed a lot. And, Haven, what's your ops level? Aren't you a higher-level ops player? You missed something pretty big then, didn't you? Uh, can I post it as a graphic? Matt, whoa. Oh, you're talking about the research? Is that what you're asking, Matt? I'm not exactly sure what you're asking for. Posting what as a graphic? Okay. Um, everything that's needed. Oh, yes. Okay, I can do that. Snake Eyes, will you make that real quick? Here's the data we're looking for is your opponent's critical hit, re, uh, critical resistance research, um, and then you attacking a, a screenshot of a critical and a non-critical hit. I guess, huh, I guess it depends on what ship you're using as far as energy or kinetic, but I don't really care. I just a, a critical hit and a non-critical hit. Okay, with zero ships in dock, one ship in dock, two ships in dock. And by the way, it doesn't look like it matters what kind of ships are in dock. Gregor, didn't you determine that uh, whether it was two interceptors or one interceptor, one battleship, or one survey, or two surveys, it didn't really matter. Is that correct? It just needed two ships. Is that correct? Uh, Gregor may already be gone. Is he already gone? Really? I guess so. Uh, I believe what he told me is that it did not matter that... um, what ships were in they could even be surveys okay so there you go um so yeah that's what i'm looking for snake eyes if you don't mind to throw that on a graphic and that way we can uh we can get that stuff okay um all right any other questions or anything else we're actually doing pretty good on time here snake eyes do we have anything else i guess a couple of promotions we need to get to uh and then we'll play our final round of battleship and get ready to wrap up as far yeah narvalon will do battleship here in just a second uh in the meantime a couple of promotions uh faction credit buy going away nick burns you're talking about the charge nanoprobes and buying faction credit i am not aware of an expiration on that at this time okay it doesn't currently have a timer so we don't know i hope that it sticks around but i do not know and i cannot uh, I cannot explain exactly, you know, what the time frame is on that. But as of right now, we don't have any information. Treat every day like it's a gift. <laughs> okay. Treat every day like it's a gift. Um, uh, Nick, there you go. Just use it as long as you can. All right. Cause I'm sure eventually it'll be tweaked or may disappear or it may not. Okay. Assume that it's leaving tomorrow and use it to its fullest extent. 
Okay. Hope it stays or is the Vidar useless? No, no, the Vidar is not useless. We will see Borg in the future. And as a matter of fact, the Vidar is a wonderful replacement for a level 26 ship. So my opinion is continue to work on that. Not only do we know that we're going to see the Borg again in the future, but that ship is wonderful. A warship, guys, with 220,000 cargo. That's an amazing, amazing warship. Okay, I have many, many uses for a warship with 220,000 cargo. I don't know. Maybe shopping, maybe shopping augment space. Hmm? Maybe shopping augment space. Maybe going and finding a botany bay that's 150,000 overloaded. Hmm? Okay. A warship with bases with mine. A warship with 225 warship that goes to a million. So, I mean, a warship with 220,000 cargo. I'm, I'm in on that. Okay, it's a level 26 ship. That, yeah, they can get over a million in power. So great ship. Absolute wonderful ship. And yes, definitely worth upgrading. I think you should. I think you should. Any other questions? Anything else that anybody needs answered? Uh, Promotions-wise, please, if you're listening in podcast form, join uh, our website at TalkingTrackSTFC.online. That's TalkingTrackSTFC.online, where you can find links to our Discord, links to our merchandise store, links to our Amazon store. I mean, all kinds of stuff. If If you're still stuck at home and you're doing your normal everyday shopping, or even once you're not stuck at home anymore, guys, if you have now gotten into the habit of using Amazon for your normal everyday shopping, please click my website first. All right. And there's a referral link right there. You go instead of typing Amazon.com, click, uh, click talking track stfc.online, click the Amazon link, and then we'll get a cut based off what you spend. I'd really appreciate that. That would be wonderful. You can also find a link to our patron program where you can contribute to the show and uh, and always get the breaking information like we got. Well, <laughs> I've always said I'm not a breaking information guy, but we are super analytical. Okay, we are always super analytical, so we may be able to not break it first, but we will tell you why every single time. And it just so happens that this information that we broke here today is kind of a first run of information, um, at least publicly. Okay, I know that it's been circulating in some private communities. This is uh, basically a hey community. Here's an issue. Let's get it working on. And so for those of you who have this research, who have felt like your base is impenetrable, here's why, and it won't be like that forever okay so be aware of that be aware of that and as gala said i will remind you and reiterate her comment do not use this as a false safety net you still must shield and if you are still rated don't blame me don't blame the game because you're being told there's a bug we're gonna get it fixed and in the meantime you should still protect yourself okay still protect yourself all right, and so there you go. And with that, uh, let's go ahead and get ready to wrap up the show. We've got our promotions. We've got uh, our links. And again, just for one more good time measure, that's Talking Trek, S-T-F-C dot online. Let's do it. No, Crushy, I was told that I shouldn't be saying the WWW. I was told that if I said WWW, I was showing my age. All right? That's that's what I was told. If I say trip dub, then I'm still showing my age. I'm showing that I'm trying to be young, but not actually. (laughs) I know I'm old. Dub, dub, dub. Just talking track. STFC.online. Ladies and gentlemen, talking track's battleship is underway. 
right. We had a uh, a repeat guest for our first uh, our first play today. Let's see if it's going to happen again. Let's see if somebody can find a new coordinate and maybe even better find one of our two final ships still hiding out on the game board. Let's find out what's going to happen. Gallum. Gallum, congratulations to you. And if I'm not mistaken, Gallum is uh, is cleared to play, if I'm not mistaken. He won on our show a while back with the OG Gala playing a game, but I don't believe. Yeah, he won on April 29th, but not in Battleship. So he is eligible to play right here, right now today. Gallum. Gallum, there you are. Welcome into Talking Treks Battleship. Uh, let's walk into our Battleship War Room and see if we can assist you in finding a ship still somewhere in the far reaches of space. Let's get to it. All right. Is this podcast recorded in stereo? No, it is not. I mean, it's actually, it is actually recorded in stereo, but the podcast does not publish in stereo. Okay, so it's recorded in stereo, but the podcast only publishes in mono, so there you go. <laughs> there you are. All right, Gallum, you're uh, welcomed into the uh, Talking Trek Battleship War Room. All you need now is to come in and deliver your coordinate. Here he did. Oh. I, too. Oh, I didn't see him there. Okay, I, too. He called I, too. I didn't see it. Sorry, Gallum. All right, here we go. I, too. Let's see if you have found yourself a ship. Computer, I2. To be fair, that looks like a 12, but I2. I2. Computer, I2. India. Two. Target acquired. That is not a hit. But it is a new guess, so good for you, Gallum. Very well done. Very, very well done, and you guys can mark I-2 off your game board. Nice guess. That is an update. That is. <laughs> Gregor, Gregor says you should have guessed A-1. You might have. Crush, am I giving you mono? Yeah. Actually, no, I'll tell you this. With you guys who are listening in Discord right now, you are, in fact, getting stereo. Right, Snake Eyes? Doesn't Discord do stereo? But if you download it from iTunes... If you download it from iTunes, I'm pretty sure it's in mono. Is it in stereo? Snake Eyes, you might have to tell me. I thought that the podcast was only distributed in mono, but it may be. Oh, the download is in stereo. Well, cool EO. I didn't know that. There you go. See, now that must be something that we got with our update, Snake Eyes, because our last podcast distributor, uh, Buzzsprout, that was only mono. Yeah. Let me know when it's in quadraphonic, phonic. Okay, yep, I will get on that, okay? <laughs> I'll get on that. There you go, Talking Treks Battleship, and I, too, is a miss. You'll have another chance to play coming up this week before Sunday. We're going to take two off-air players, and if you're in the Discord right now, if you're listening in podcast form right now, all you need to do is join our Discord. Scroll up just one or two spots, and you're going to see the Battleship War Room. Make sure you post a message in there. It can be anything. The bot will register you. It's going to catch you, and then you are automatically entered for me to select your name off the air. Two names between now and Sunday will be chosen, and you'll have an opportunity to throw your coordinate at the game board and see what ends up happening. With Talking Trek's Battleship, 
on Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. I love it. You guys listen to this in stereo. Here you go. I love it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I believe that is about all that we have for you today. Thank you so much for being here. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live, and we will continue with our gold patron content immediately following this taping. You guys jump down into the after-party room where you guys can come on down. Uh, Chuck Segret, no, the show recording did not get lost because, fortunately, I have multi-number of computers here in this studio. (laughs) And uh, the recorder was fortunately not the one that got lost. Oh, but you know what? That could happen one day, and I will be—I will be deeply disturbed when it does. Because given our record, given our record here, we've had the production computer go down, we've had the Discord computer go down. So the only one that's left is the master recorder. <laughs> You're right; it could happen. Guys, please be sure to visit our website. That is TalkingTrekSTFC.online, where you will find all things Talking Trek, including a link to our merchandise store, where, yes, a brand new line of merchandise has been introduced for De OG Gala. You make sure and check that out, okay? It will be coming. Make sure you check it out, and it'll be awesome for you to sport your Talking Trek merch, all right? You can also become a patron, the bronze patron. That level of sponsorship is only a dollar a month. Silver, $3, and gold, $5 or more. If you feel that the show is so worth it, so entertaining, so informative, so analytical and mathematical that you just can't help but learn things from it, then please consider becoming a patron. And you can join some of these other players in the Gold Patrons Club. How about Gregor and Gallus Pet, Bankman, I Beglin, and Big Country, Trash Panda and Doom, Hank, the airlock you go, and Chuck's the Grunt. These guys are all gold sponsors, and I thank you. How about Ox, Dark Lord, The Big Rob, and Darth Skywarp, Stevens Aaron, Morat, JB, Ahab, Energy, and Fukum. Thank you guys for being gold sponsors of the show. I appreciate it. Hi, I bombed you. Thorn, Virtual Army, Wardog, Cobra, Battalion, and Jayberg. Thank you guys for being gold sponsors of the show. Assimilated Fox, Morgul, DJ Gurr, Red 2, and Hani, Just Skippy, and Aceus are gold sponsors as well, including Azrael, Dunk, Bojack, Ape, Crush, Jonathan Ingram, and Jason, our newest gold patron. Thank you guys so very, very much. And Hani, Snake Eyes, Britallion, Matt Dog. Thank you guys very much for being Nitro Boosters of this server. Appreciate you guys so very, very much. You guys are welcome to join us in the after party room while we will continue our discussion of today's happenings. Fractured Empire, you want to talk about it? We'll talk about it. Critical Hit Resistance, you want to talk about it? We'll talk about it. Level 47 research, you want to talk about it? We will talk about it in the after party coming up right after this show. Down in the after party room, my name is Ultimate DJs, and this is Talking Trek Live, a registered trademark and recorded in front of a live studio audience for distribution across podcast platforms everywhere. I love you, I mean it. I'll see you on Sunday. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.